Hello and welcome back to another episode of Bases Loaded. I am your host, Eric Ellefson. And on today's episode, we'll be doing a little uh, NFL offseason preview. Now that we are, you know, a week past uh, the Super Bowl. And while, you know, the official start of the new NFL season doesn't start until, I believe it's like March. It's either like March 1st or it's like middle of March, something like that. And so that's when, like, yeah, the new calendar year of the season starts and, like, you know, free agency, um, yeah, free agency signs can take place and, you know, all that stuff. Um, kind of has already started a little bit as, though not officially, I mean, we'll have the NFL Combine in Indianapolis in, I believe, his next week. Yeah, I think it starts the 27th or 28th of February, and then, yeah, it's about a week long. So all the draft prospects, you know, do their combine drills. Um, You know, I think there's, like, also, like, some interviews that they'll do with teams that are kind of, you know, interested in drafting them and stuff like that. So we'll get more of a little feel probably after um, the combine, you know, It'll be probably, you know, an after combine, you know, mock drafts and stuff like that as we kind of get a little bit closer um, as the draft is two months away. comes up pretty quickly in regards to after the season, though not as quickly as, like, some other um, sports seasons. Um, we have, like, the NBA, NHL. They're about a couple weeks after, like, you know, their respected leads, like, championship series. Um, baseball does their draft of the week of the All-Star break. Um, and then I know, like, the WNBA has their draft, like, it's, like, a week or two after, like, you know, the national championship for women's college basketball game. So more of a, like, you know, some time to evaluate some, you know, prospects. But, like, you know, teams, you know, are evaluating possible draft prospects, you know, before the start of the college season, even the start of – previous college season, you know, you know, kind of watch tape and do stuff like that, so that's something, you know, to look um, to the future, too, as we get, you know, closer to that, we'll discuss that, and again, like we did last year, we'll do, you know, a round one recap, maybe round two and three, you know, we might do the first two days, um, those are going to have, you know, more like your bid Especially round one will have more of the big name, you know, prospects being drafted as well as like, you know, round two, you know, maybe some prospects that had round one consideration, you know, fell out or, you know, some teams, you know, changed their mind, you know, thought they were going to draft them but didn't and stuff like that. So we might do like, yeah, we'll cover round one for sure, possibly, most likely, yeah, probably two and three. And then, yeah, rounds like four through seven, we probably won't cover a whole lot um, because that's kind of like the end of like you know big names and like you know it's more of like teams kind of drafting for like you know get some depth of the position maybe someone like you know can like you know step up and then there's also undrafted free agents you know afterwards is you know that's been um, there's definitely some players that have came up undrafted free agency um, that have made you know some names themselves um, probably the biggest one, like Kurt Warner, was an undrafted um, player signed by the, you know, 
at the time, St. Louis Rams, you know, and then got shot into the starting lineup after an injury to their quarterback, and then, you know, he won a Super Bowl, he won MVP, so it is possible to find, you know, even an undrafted player and have them, you know, lead your team to a Super Bowl win. So we'll discuss a little bit of that. Uh, we had the NBA All-Star Weekend um, this past weekend. Um, we won't talk about the All-Star Game because, um, as always, it's not competitive. It's not interesting to watch. It's just... And this so is probably the most, you know, example of that is it was like the Eastern Conference won and they started like 200 points and the Western Conference started like... It was like 180, 190, so... Um, not what uh, Commissioner Adam Silver was hoping for. Um, he like, you know, talked about it like in the days leading up, maybe you know, weeks leading up, like he was hoping for like you know a more competitive type of game, but it's just not going to happen. Same with like the Pro Bowl for NFL, like it's just not going to happen. Um, I mean, more so probably yeah with like you know, basketball is like you know it's still middle of the season where like for NFL like you know. It's the end of the season. Like, it's you know the Pro Bowl players from teams that didn't make it to the Super Bowl. Because if you're in the Super Bowl, you, yeah, you don't play the Pro Bowl um, game. So, I didn't watch the NBA stream. I did watch um, the skills competitions that they do. Um, so Saturday night. Um, yeah, or like All Star festivities Saturday night that they do. So yeah, there's like a skills challenge. Um, they had a team of like Indiana Pacers because it was in Indianapolis. Um, a team of All Stars and then a team of like first round, like number one over number one overall first round pits type of thing. Um, and the Indiana team, Indiana Pacer team won. Um, three point contest. Damian Lillard of the Butts repeated as champion. They did a like three point shootout. Between Steph Curry and Sabrina Ionoza, I think how you pronounce her, something like that, from the WNBA, and Steph won. And then they had the slam dunk competition or slam dunk contest. Um, I don't know who, I don't, never heard of the guy's name. I think he's, I think they said he's in like the G League or something like that, and he's like a bat, he won back to back titles. So it's kind of like all we really. All I really have to say a whole lot about um, the NBA All-Star Weekend, you know, probably coverage on this episode. Because, like, I, yeah, I only watch, like, the festivities Saturday night because that's kind of the more interesting one. Um, and, like, they're actually trying. Like, they're putting more effort to win, like, a slam dunk contest than, like, the players are in the All-Star team. So, you know, that's... I mean, I just kind of make it as you will. But, you know, you're trying to, like, this is, like, you know, the All-Star. So it's, like, you kind of want to see, like, a little bit of competitiveness. Like, who's the best? Who's the best conference? Um, you know, for some, like, bragging rights type of thing. But, like, you know, when all they do is, like, you know, just alley-oop it to, like, their teammates. Or, like, they get the rebound, push out the tour, and then shoot three. And then, you know, and then they rebound, do the same thing the other way. It's just not you know, interesting to watch and boring and just no one, I don't know how you would even, like, want to go, like, I would, like, like if I wanted to go 
thought the NBA was saying Pro Bowl, NFL Pro Bowl, I would be like, no, I'm not interested. <laughs> like, yeah, you did see all the best players, but like, cause I mean, that's kind of the only like really, you know, driving point to go. I was just like, yeah, because like the game's not gonna be fun, but like you can like see all like you know the best players. Um, you know, unless it's like the Pro Bowl, and in that case, you know, you won't see the te- players from the teams in the Super Bowl. So, there's that. We're like, yeah. I can't speed on, like, the NHL also game, and, you know, regards, like, competitiveness, but, like, yeah, they also do that, and they also do, like, the skills um, competition. I think, like, you know, fastest skater and, like, hardest slap shot and stuff like that. Um, and then baseball just, yeah, they do, like, the home run derby and then the all-star game, you know. Um... They like the NBA also NBA also do like a celebrity um kinda like um they do a celebrity softball game. And like yeah, the NBA has like a celebrity game where it's like, you know, celebrities, um, former players, kinda stuff like that. So, you know, most of the time like yeah, there's people that like, you know, will have ties to like the host city or something like that. Um so like, you know, maybe it's an actor or like musician or something like that that was born in Indianapolis or like they're from Indiana and they're a Pacers fan and, or you know they have like other stuff like that or but basically yeah it's like they do have some of the same people um they always have like Jenny Finch uh she was like a softball player um college and then played for Team USA and like the Olympics in their national team she always plays for the National League they always have some people that play for like the American League always so and then like you know people that have association to like you know the host city and stuff like that so it's fun to watch um but like I'd, in terms of like yeah the all-star break type within like MLB definitely is the best um cause like yeah they can't keep it simple it's just you know the celebrity all-star game which they do Sunday night and like they record and stuff like that and then they broadcast it that Monday night after the home run derby home run derby is always fun and then they do the Australian game, yeah, that Tuesday, which is always fun to watch. It's like, you know, actually competitive and like they're trying to play. I mean, even though they're not playing for like, you know, home field advantage in the World Series like they used to do, um, like they stopped doing that. The 2016 was the last year they did that. Um, so like now it's just, you know, reward to the team with the best record who made it to the World Series type of thing. So even though they're not playing for like, you know, World Series, like, you know, advantage type of thing, you know, they still are playing um, competitively and, like, still trying to win because, like, you know, it's, you know, bragging rights and, like, the American League has been so dominant, like, at least since I've been alive and, like, the National League has won a couple times and they did win last year. So, it's kind of nice. Um to have them actually kind of play and see you know who's going to be the best of the best that year so that pretty much you know wraps up NBA All-Star Weekend talk um, and I do have a list of like MLB season preview uh, spring training is officially starts it's probably either like Thursday Friday Saturday for some teams um you know, we have the Cactus lead in Arizona and then the Grapefruit lead in 
uh, Florida. Um, so you have 15 teams in each league. Um, they play, sounds like, uh, it's about three weeks, maybe a month or so of games that they'll play. Um, hmm, I want to say like a schedule, though. Sure, I guess that. I don't know, I'm trying to see schedule for like teams and be like, when, like when do we get going? Or like team schedules and like when does like the regular season start as opposed to like, you know, stuff like that. But it doesn't look like they fully have that up and running, at least on the MLB app yet. Um, maybe like once they get like, you know, Um, yeah, every, you know, team, they play, you know, I don't know how many games they play in spring training, but, like, yeah, they play a couple, but, like, you know, have, like, the main players only play, like, they usually get, like, two, they usually get, like, yeah, it's, like, a minimum of two at-bats, at least, maybe three, um, in those first couple of weeks, and then, like, you know, they might play a little bit less towards the end of the, um, Spring training, like, you know, kind of like, you know, make sure they're in good condition and shape and, like, they get some at-bats, kind of play the field, and, you know, know, like, you know, the science for, like, base running and stuff like that, you know, their defensive positioning for, like, you know, in shifts and stuff like that, and then, you know, and then for, like, pitchers, you know, for starters, they usually pitch, like, Oh, it's like two or three innings, like those first couple outings, and then like you know, as they get more into, um, more into I should say spring training, then like they'll pitch like, like five innings, maybe six, at least five, you know, just to kind of get that feel for it, and you know, um, make sure that you know their condition loose and like you know ready to start the season, but you know, um, like position players don't want to like overdo it yet. Um, as you know, they still have the regular season, you know, 162 games to play. So, and yeah, I think we're about a month. Yeah, spring training starts this week. And then regular season, I think, yeah, it's like March 22nd, 20th, it's somewhere in like there. Um, which is kind of what it's been like these past two years. They usually start that last couple days, last week of March. And then, um, go into the regular season pretty much in full swing from there so yeah end of March and then all-star break is like you know mid-July trade deadline is July 31st August 1st somewhere in there and yeah so that's kind of where it at um we still have like a bunch of some pretty big name like free agents still left unsigned uh Outfielder slash first baseman Cody Bellinger, Blake Snell, pitch, starting pitcher. We got. Um, I think there's like Pete Alonso. Will he, you know, sign with the Mets again or get traded? There's, um, what is his name? Jordan Montgomery, another starting pitcher, another lefty starting pitcher, I should say. Um, a still free agent, so. Um. Even if like they sign before spring training games start, like they probably won't play for like a week. Um, to kind of get you know into the feel of the game and stuff like that. So, 
that's kind of like I should say where that is um and like you know it's spring training so like the most important thing is like yeah getting some at bats getting some you know pitches and innings thrown and stuff like that um so that you know you're ready and like conditioned and stuff like that for the regular season um you know winning the games aren't really too important I mean it's nice to win them because like you know you want to hope that like that translates to the regular season like actual games when they actually you know count for like standings and you know the playoff race um but you know there's teams that like you know do really well in spring training retro wise but are like you know a bad team come regular season teams that do bad in the spring training that do you know that we expect to do really good like you know you know, teams like the Yankees and Dodgers, they could go, like, you know, below 500 in spring training, but, like, we know that's not going to be the case regular season-wise. So, it's kind of stuff like that, and, you know, we don't really... I mean, we'll get maybe more... It's not so much, like, you know, kind of focus on where the season, where the teams are. Um, Like, you know, maybe at least two or three weeks a month into the regular season... As opposed to like spring training type of thing, because you know players get at bats. You know, even like you know teams that are kind of like rebuilding or maybe on their way to like contend. You know, you'll have like some pro- top prospects will be on the spring training. You know, re- receive an invite to spring training, kind of like you know prove themselves. You know, more so than like the regular people, because like you know some of the stars like you know like Otani and Aaron Judge and. Um, like players like of that nature are gonna make the MLB roster, so like you know, it's not like more important. You know, they're not trying to prove themselves that much, other than like maybe they're like you know, you know they got like kind of maybe they you know worked on some stuff during the offseason, see how that translates to spring training games, and like you know how that can go from there to like regular season games. So, but like yeah, teams that are rebuilding, you know. Invite some of their top prospects, you know, let them see some, like, you know, major league level, you know, pitching and, you know, see what they can do and, like, if they can make the, you know, major league roster. And if not, like, you know, at least put them on the radar, be like, you know, if they keep doing what they were doing in spring training, like, in the minor leagues, then, you know, they might force our hand and we might have to call them up or, like, you know, if someone gets injured, you can call them up and, like, know that, like, you're not going to be able to miss a whole lot of, like, production. Like, they'll be able to, like, you know, pick up the pace from, like, you know, this injured player and stuff like that. So that's basically the gist of, like, you know, um, spring training and stuff like that. Uh, I thought about doing, like, an MLB season preview. Um, That might be more of a next week type of thing. But... I guess, yeah, because, like, kind of see, I don't know, maybe, like, see if some of these free agents sign, because, like, spring training coming, like, you know, we're going to be to the regular season before you know it. So, you know, we'll see what happens, you know, in regards to them signing, because, like, you know, we kind of have, like, a, like, you know, we have a gist of, like, you know, Teams that would be good, you know, like the Dodgers, Yankees, um, the Rangers, Astros, let's see, the Braves, 
Phillies. Um, both both leads in their central divisions will be kind of interesting. Um, the American League Central will be yeah, I think like yeah, Cleveland Guardians won it last year, won the division. So you know them. Uh, the Twins. Um, probably the two most, you know, logical contenders for the, to win the division because I don't select the White Sox, Tigers, or Royals winning it. Um, the White Sox would probably be the dark horse because the other two, like Royals and Tigers, are like more in a rebuild type of thing. Um, and then with like, the National League Central, I mean, probably like, you know, on paper, like as of now, like I would put, you know, my Cubs as like the favorites. Um, just because, like, you know, the Brewers lost. I mean, their manager, Craig Council, is now the manager of the Cubs. Uh, they traded Craig Corbin Burns, I should say, to uh, the Baltimore Orioles. So, you know, they lost their manager. They lost their, like, ace pitcher. You know, one of their starters, I think, like, either their number three, number four starter, I think is out for the year. Or, like, he'll at least be out for, like, until, like, the All-Star break. Maybe until, like, August. With an injury, might have been Tommy John. So I mean, if it's Tommy John, then yeah, he's probably out for the season. So and then offensively, like yeah, they did sign. Who was it? Reese Hoskins to a two-year deal. Um, play first base last. He designated here. Um, he did. I think yeah. I think he's also coming back from like an ACL or something like that injury. So he might DH a little bit more. And then first, playing first base, maybe. I guess it kind of depends on, like, you know, how that knee, you know, feels and, like, sprint training. If it feels pretty good, then, like, yeah, they might, you know, do a little bit more, uh, like, a balance between the two positions for them. Um, I can't think of the name, but, like, they signed, like, one of their top prospects to, like, a eight, seven or eight year extension. And he hasn't even, like, played in the big leads yet. So that's pretty interesting um, for a team to do. Um, they still have, like, you know, Christian Yelich, but, you know, this is Yelich now, not Yelich of, like, 2018 and 19. So not too much, a whole lot to worry about at the plate. And so there's something like, yeah, it's not like, it doesn't really blow you away um, in terms of offensive firepower. Like, the Cubs pretty much... Um, we pretty much stay the same. Um, I know we've added some like bullpen help. We signed one of the uh, top pitching free agents, um, a pitcher from Japan, a lefty. So I believe it was like four years, fifty-two million dollars, with like possible like incentives and stuff like that. So pretty, pretty good deal. Um, that's to like yeah, we signed like. Uh, I think we signed. I mean, we signed Dancy Swanson, and he was like the last of like those four big free agents, shortstops to sign in last off season. But he's the one that kind of had the best season out of all of them. So you know, and then I mean, there's thoughts of us re-signing Belger. I don't know um, how you know close it is to happening, or if you know he might still be weighing his options type of thing. Um, so I mean if he does 
you know, that gives us, like, you know, a center fielder and a first baseman as well. Like, you know, we can play DH if, you know, you want to give him a little bit of a break from playing in the field and stuff like that. And then, I mean, if he doesn't, we have, like, you know, one of the, you know, scouts of, you know, describes, like, the best defensive out, the best defensive, like, you know, prospect in the minor leagues. With Petro Armstrong, who we got in a trade with the Mets for Javier Baez. So we have, like, you know, some prospects that come up and try to help us. Um, we even have, like, some pretty, you know, top pitching prospects, which is something we haven't really done, been able to, like, develop. Because, um, like, when we won the World Series and we were, like, in those playoff runs, like, all the pitchers, most of the pitchers we either got from, like, trades or, really, like, we signed free agents. And, like, we were using, like, our first-round high first round draft pits on like you know college hitters and stuff like that so um it worked like that this, so to have like two you know pitching prospects actually can come up and be pretty good starters would be a major you know thing and like I think it was like baseball meritor MLB uh that kind of like you know their top 100 prospects and we had the most uh prospects in the top 100 was seven and I think that's mostly because like the Orioles had like the most well, but then calling up, you know, some of the top prospects last year and then, and you know, and towards the end of 2022, you know, you know, they're on the major league team now. So, like, you know, they're not prospects anymore. They will be, you know, considered not prospects, you know, early into the season. So, you know, if we don't sign Bellinger, like, you know, we have, I mean, we'll miss, like, his, you know, versatility defensively because I, Armstrong's not playing first base. Um, but, and like, you know, a lefty power back because Armstrong's like, you know, more of high contact, some power, but like speed, fielding, arm, stuff like that. So, and then, because he was also considered to sign with the Giants, but the Giants have signed like, they signed, I think, one, I think he was like an outfielder from Japan, and they recently signed. Jorge Soler to, I think it was like a three-year deal, something like that, but I mean, he could also be like a, might be more of a DH at this point in his career than, you know, playing the outfield, so they could still sign Bellinger, but, you know, they might not have a need, might not have like a place for him at this point in the field, so... You know, we'll see, and like where will like you know the other pitchers sign, and there's some other free agents, like notable free agents that haven't signed yet that I can't think of their name as of now, but I know I know there's something. I know there's a couple more. I just can't think of them right now, and you know maybe if they one of them signs a free agent deal or something like that, then maybe I would know. Um, so I don't know if that'll happen in between now, you know, like, you know, the next recording, or it'll be like, you know, a couple weeks into spring training, who knows, so, that's kind of like very, very, very early MLB, you know, season preview, um, so yeah, we might do it like next week, like, you know, or the previous, the week after that, after we've done some spring training games, and and then, you know, we'll do, like, before and we'll be the season, like, the actual season starts preview. And then as we get into the season more, then we can, you know, do more of, like, some analysis and kind of, like, you know, 
you know, power rankings and stuff like that, and, you know, as we get to, like, you know, the, you know, the teams actually that are contenders and, like, you know, surprises and, you know, all that fun stuff that comes with, like, you know, the regular season and, you know, the regular season being as long as it is, like, you know, there's always surprises and stuff like that, so. And then... Yeah. So that's... I think all I got for that subject, or topic, I should say. Um, so then tell me about, like, NFL offseason. You know, like I said, it pretty much, like, not officially started, but, like, kind of unofficially started, like, you know pretty much after the Super Bowl was over um, with teams, you know, now letting to the draft combine and then, you know, we'll get to, like, free agency because that'll affect, you know, the draft process, like, as well. You know, if a team can sign, you know, fill a need on their roster via free agency, then, like, you know, they can shift their draft, um, you know, look out to other needs and stuff like that. Um, so, you know, there's a lot of teams that are, like, you know, quarterback um, needy. Um, you know, we've seen some of these matchups that have, like, at least, it seems like there'll be at least three, maybe four for sure quarterbacks in the first round. Um, we might be able, we might get a fifth if that. Um, and, like, the free to see, like, in terms of, like, quarterbacks is not the best like the biggest name is probably Kirk Cousins who's coming off like a torn I think a torn Achilles as well um and he know it seems like we know that he lights it in Minnesota so like you know he might draft he might you know sign a one year deal or something like that with Minnesota and then the Vikings I mean they still draft a quarterback in the first round but like you know it'd be someone like you know for the next year or like you know for him to like mentor and kind of like you know for them to learn the system, kind of be there when it takes, when Cousins, you know, does retire or something like that. Um, so yeah, there's that. Like, you know, free agency, I don't know what it looks like for like, you know, running bats or wide receivers slash tight ends, you know. I mean, like, we have, like, you know, some players that can, like, decline an option or, you know, teams that, like, it's accept, you know, their rookie fifth-year option and stuff like that. So that can also play into it and stuff like that. So it can be more of, like, that can have, like, an effect on, you know, like I said, like, the draft and stuff like that and free agency. And so it's kind of, like, I think, like, those options, like, you know, have to be, like, and, like, or, like, that and franchise tag as well. So there's, like, a whole lot of kind of stuff that starts to kind of start happening now with NFL. Like, you know, that can change. You know, you're saying, like, you know, free agency, like, I don't know how who's all free agents. I don't know if, like, you know, defending champ, the Chiefs, you have Chris Jones and then the Darius Sneed. Um, Jones, the defensive tackle, played really well throughout the playoffs and Snead as well. Um, so, like, you know, franchise tag one, try and sign the other type of thing, you know. Um, so it's a lot. I mean, I think, like, 
they it seems like there's also talk that like they might restructure Mahomes' contract that'll free up some cap space and stuff like that. So, I mean, and that's just you know not just like the Chiefs, but like other teams. You know, you can rework contracts, kind of free up some cap space. Um, maybe it'll look to like trade some people so that can free up some cap space. Maybe gain some you know draft pits and stuff like that. So, and then like also like you know the day of the draft or throughout draft you know the draft you know we'll have trades and stuff like that so uh, teams can like you know get capital and stuff like that and maybe trade up and get the player they need or even you know trade down get some more pits and then still get a player that they want so you know a lot of like NFL offseason kind of depend on where like you know free agency happens and like what who like you know you know decline their option or accept their option and become a free agent or get franchise tied and all that stuff, so that plays a role. Um, and I don't yeah I don't know a whole lot of like NFL free agents. Other than like yeah like Cousins, Jones, Sneed, who else? We I don't know. I know there's like the big ones that come to my head as of right now. Yeah, I don't know. I can't think of who would be, like, the other main, like, you know, ones. So, yeah, I'm trying to think of, like, who else is, like, Braden's. It's easy to know, like, baseball, because, like, you know, every now and then they'll be, like, you know, these players, they'll see, like, like, you know, how, like, these free agency, free agents are still, like, you know, not signed. You know, where could they go now? That were like, you know, we're close to spring training. Like, maybe the teams that were like, possibly could be signing free, sign them. You know, they did other, signed free, other free agents or they trade for someone. So, like, now they're like, well, we can't fill that need, you know, via trade or free agency already. So, we don't really need you anymore. So, there's like, you know, that and, can, you know, change your outlook for what you're going to do. So, um, you know, we'll have probably more of like an outlook next week. Um, I, mean, I don't know. Something like possibly like, you know, put together like, you know, NFL free agents or like, you know, MLB free agents still sat left on sign and stuff like that and kind of figure out, um, you know, I guess I would, what I would do for like teams and stuff like that or, so maybe that's what I'll do next week. We can do like a little fun little, you know, I mean, NFL offseason type thing, but like, you know, we can go down the teams and see who free agents are um, and like stuff like that and what, you know, they can do in regards to like, you know, free agency, you know, franchise tag, draft, stuff like that, and, you know, go from there. I think that might kind of wrap it up for this week. I'm trying to, like, I mean, it wasn't, like, the busiest sport week because, like, you know, you know, we had the NF, the NBA All-Star game. The Super Bowl was, like, you know, most special last week, though. I mean, yeah, so, like, that's pretty much what we did last week was just, you know, just, just like, you know, the Super Bowl. Um, 
and that was like you know fun. Then like you know the day after we were that they had like their parade, and we had like um, a mass shooting at the parade, uh, one fatality, and then there was like 22 wounded. Um, between uh, two kids, down like to dispute and open fired um, into the crowd, you know, killing you know a mother of two as well as injuring a bunch of people, including. It was like nine or ten children, so you know that kind of puts a whole damper on the parade. And you know what, it's supposed to be a fun, you know, time, but that's just kind of how it is in America, and we're not gonna really do anything about it because you know people are dumb and say that there's nothing we can do, but we know what we can do, but we won't do it. So, um. That's kind of, you know, a sour point to leave it the show at, but that's kind of the reality that we live in right now, and that you know it happened. This like just the latest like kind of victory parade that's had something like that happened. Like the Texas Rangers had something for theirs, um, like last fall. Then the Nuggets also had some kind of incident. There was an incident like. Uh, Three years ago, when the Butts won it, I think after like you know they had like a little watch party after outside um, Pfizer Forum Arena and like you know there's something there too. So kind of seems like you know when something like this sports-related championship kind of win, like something like this will happen, or at least you know that's what kind of happened recently. So hopefully you know we can eventually you know make some kind of change to stop this, but same time you can know it's not going to happen so yeah that's where we'll kind of leave this show but on a more positive note yeah we'll do a little ML or NFL kind of off season guy team by team kind of thing next week um, kind of look at how the first you know couple of games of spring training is gone um some see how teams have looked like from NBA out of the All Star break, and you know, go from there. I mean, we'll do college basketball probably more towards like you know the conference um, tournaments, and then as we get closer to um, March Madness, um, we'll do like a you know a preview after like you know the week that it starts, and like you know because we'll have like selection Sunday, you know I retort shows Tuesday, and then like the teams like with like those first four games start that Tuesday night for the men's tournament but like I don't really consider that the start of the tournament I, I consider like you know Thursday those first when they get to like the 64 teams you know that's the start of the March Madness tournament um so that's kind of our outlook for the next couple of weeks and you know into like the next month and yeah so thank you for listening and have a good one.